And in that same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. And when the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had seen and heard as it had been told them.
trying to sort of create a little, like, anybody want to feel like they're dancing at the end? I was just like, anyway, that's all right. 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 That's pentonics. If you want to listen to it at home or on YouTube or something, you can dance around at your your house in your living room all by by yourself. It's okay. Um, That music is just like, that is a little bit of what I could imagine it might have been like for the shepherds out on the fields watching their flock. Um, today we're going to focus on our shepherds, our dear shepherds, uh, in a message called Curious. And what I love about the shepherds is how human they are. They get this huge sort of angelic visitation, and then they're afraid. They're afraid. And, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know if you felt like dancing in that moment uh, because of the music of the pentatonics. But then maybe you felt a little afraid. Like, is it okay to get up and dance around? What do I do with this that I'm hearing? Is it joyful? What do I, is it safe? Anyway, anyway, I don't know what was going on for you when you were hearing pentatonics. I was just rocking because I just love that music. And I think the shepherds were just rocking too. But when they first saw the angels, they were afraid. And they were, they, and the shepherd, the, the angel said to them, fear not for being good news of a great joy. But they were greatly afraid. And you know, this is the same thing in parallel with what we saw two weeks ago with Mary. When Mary had her angelic visitation from the angel Gabriel, she was also afraid. And yet the angel Gabriel also gave her a word of assurance. And in both the case of Mary and in the case of the shepherds, their great fear turned into great joy. Great fear turns into great joy. And that's actually what we see in the whole movement of the shepherds in this passage that we read today. That they start in great fear, but then they end praising and glorifying God. 
praising and glorifying God. And I think this is actually a movement that we make as human beings. That we as human beings, a lot of times, are in fear. There's stuff that we're just afraid of. But the incredible transformative work of God is that God transforms our great fear into great joy. I think that's what God does. That's what God does in the shepherds. And that's what God does with us. That's what God does with Mary. And um, we're going we're gonna to look a little bit more at that. How does this happen? How does great fear get turned into great joy? Well, it helps if we're curious. And that was what the shepherds were. That their curiosity helped them as God transformed what they were afraid of into something that was joyful for them. You know, it's actually the promise of everyone who discovers Jesus Christ. The promise of everyone who discovers Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior transforms a life of fear into a life of joy because it's through God's love. God says perfect love casts out fear and replaces that with joy. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, that transformation. But it comes with the discovery of Jesus and letting God transform us and being curious. Now, if you think about it, take a little step back. Um, All great discovery happens because someone is curious. You discover Jesus, it's because you're curious. You discover something about yourself, maybe your personality, something about who you are, how you're wired, or the way you behave. And why do I behave this way? Why do I react this way? Why do I speak this way? We discover things because we're curious. All great discovery is because of someone who is curious. There's this thing, you might have heard of it. It's called GPS. Global Positioning System. That's right. It does have to do with a satellite, but the S is for system. Global Positioning System. I'll give you 50% credit. Um, 50% credit for a satellite. GPS, Global Positioning System. We've kind of all heard of it. Um, do you know how that, how that came to be? Are you curious about how that came to be? Uh, some of you probably know this story. In 1957, the Soviet Union, just, just to kind of think of Russia, the Soviet Union in 1957, they were still around, um, they launched a satellite named Sputnik. And it was a satellite, and it was orbiting the Earth. 1957, super long time ago. So Sputnik was uh, orbiting around, and there were some scientists at Johns Hopkins University. And uh, these guys were asking, um, and wow, this thing is, is uh, orbiting the Earth. Um, I wonder if we could track it. I wonder if we could figure out where it is. So they go, well, it's up there. It's probably sending off some kind of signal. It's probably, you know, doing something up there. Uh, And so they set up an antenna, and uh, it was running, um, throwing off signal at about 20 megahertz. And um, 
So they set up a little antenna, and they started listening to it. And then, you know, because these physicists and scientists at Johns Hopkins are super smart, they were like, you know what? I mean, you can kind of hear it. I wonder if we could track it. Like, we could measure the Doppler effect on it. And uh, we could see what, what, you know, when it's coming and when it's going. Maybe we could, like, like really pinpoint this thing. So they kept studying it, and they kept uh, taking uh, measurements, and they ran a bunch of calculations, and they were able to map what Sputnik was doing. Um, from a fixed location on the Earth, they were able to Doppler effect it, and they were able to figure out where this satellite was. So they knew exactly where it was. But that wasn't where the curiosity stopped. There was a guy named Frank McClure. He was the assistant, uh, director, assistant deputy director of the Johns Hopkins uh, Applied Physics Laboratory. And he's the guy in the center here. And so Frank McClure said to these guys, hey, that's pretty cool. You were able to determine the unknown location of a satellite from a known and fixed location on the Earth. And Frank McClure asks, could you guys do that in reverse? Could you guys actually know a fixed point of a satellite and then map an unknown location on the Earth? And he said, let's think about it. Let's explore it. Let's run some calculations. And you know what? They figured it out. And that's how we have GPS today. So in your pocket, if uh, you have like Find My Friends, or you use Map, or you drive around with Waze, that's because these guys were curious. These guys were curious. And then they discovered this. Curiosity compels us towards great discovery. Curiosity compels us toward great discovery. And that's the Christmas story. And that's what we see in Luke chapter 2 with the shepherds. It's true about scientists. It's true about anybody who wants to know about who they are and how they tick. And it's also true of the shepherds. Curiosity compels us to discovery. Luke 2, 15 to 16 says this. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. So they're curious. They're curious about this. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. Now let me add something to being curious. Is that even though the shepherds were curious, the shepherds were also courageous. The shepherds were curious and courageous. Because here's the thing about being curious. I mean, you can ask all these questions and just spin out all these wonderings. Being curious is the beginning of great discovery. But to truly discover, we also need to actually seek out. We need to pursue the question. We need to explore. And we need to act. It's a little bit like if you get invited to a party. It's like you get an evite. The curiosity is like the invitation 
to the party. But the discovery is actually going to the party. The discovery is actually enjoying the party, is actually going. And in order to actually go, you have to be courageous. You actually have to be courageous. And that's what you see in a close reading of this passage. Because you actually see the shepherds sitting in the field, and then they're talking with each other. They're saying, hey, let's go over to Bethlehem and see this thing. They're curious. And then the, and then the scripture tells us, and they went. That's the courage. That's the courage. And they went. You know, there's a couple of roadblocks, I think, to people. Um, maybe we're curious about something. Maybe the shepherds were curious. But there's two roadblocks that I think always stop people from fulfilling their curiosity. And it's fear and it's comfort. Fear and comfort. Do you ever find that fear or comfort block you from doing something courageous or something that you're curious about? Um, uh, it has for me. And I, and I could see this. Uh, the shepherds, they could have been afraid or wanted to be comfortable. The shepherds in that time, in the first century, they were the low people. I mean, there were a lot of low people, but they would have been considered low class in that first century world. They were shepherds. They were low socioeconomically. They were low culturally. And then that they were out there at night. So they weren't even like watching the shepherd. They weren't even watching the sheep in the daytime. They had the night shift. Like think about people that have the night shift, right? Um, Like socioeconomically, they tend to be people that are just lower in the culture. Um, It's just how these cultures are working. And so they were there at night. And they could have had this angelic um, visitation. But they could have said, you know what? Wow, they're talking about the Lord, the King. We're just lowly shepherds. We're not, we're not royalty. I mean, we're invited to this party in Bethlehem, but really, should we go? Maybe they were afraid. They're like, we're kind of stinky. We smell like sheep. Like, I, really, we're supposed to go to a party like this? Maybe they were fear of rejection. Like, we show up. What are they going to say? Oh, you guys are, you guys are lowly shepherds. You guys stink. You guys, you guys don't belong here. And, and what do you guys know anyway? You're not like wise men. That's coming later in the story. You're not like learned. You didn't go to school. So intellectually, you're not on the same level as us. You, you don't belong here. They could have been, they could have been afraid of that. Um, or my favorite one, comfort. Like, you know, like, I like comfort, like wrap myself in a fleece blanket, curl up on the sofa, just watch movies and eat chocolate. Like, I like that. The shepherds could be like, oh, man, it's kind of nice here with the sheep. I don't want to walk over to Bethlehem. It's kind of cold. I mean, I'm just here, like, just cuddle with all these sheep. Like, I'm surrounded by wool, and I'm just, like, all cozy. I don't want to go over there. It's going to be uncomfortable. But they overcame fear. And they overcame comfort, and they were curious, and they were courageous. Uh, Just because I want to be multivalent in my teaching today, I'm going to do an activity. It's called 
the curiosity activity. It's called what's in the box, the curiosity activity. Here's a box. Um, now, uh, it, it's not a total parallel because, um, you know, I kind of got to fig figure out who's open here to participate in the curiosity activity. Um, God just inflicted the angelic visitation on the shepherds, so God knew their heart that they would be open. I'm not God. I don't know your heart, so I'm not going to inflict this activity on you. So I'm going to look for raised hands, and I'm going to pick four people, okay? I'm going to pick four people. Um, there's something in this box. There's something in this box. Are you curious? I'm going to pick four people. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to um, take hands in just a second. I'm gonna, you raise your hand so I know you're up for this. I'm going to run around here real quick, and I'm going to tap you on the shoulder, and then I'm going to meet you over here at the bench, okay? And, um, and, what's, and what I'm going to tell you on the bench, just so everybody knows, is I'm going to say, as soon as I'm done talking with you on the bench, then whenever you want to, you guys can all come over and look in the box because this activity is called What's in the Box, okay? <laughs> all right, so that's the activity. Now, this is not open for, um, for worship team because worship team, or if you're, a, if you're a moderator and you do announcements, this activity is not open for you because you've, you're up here. Okay? So I'm trying to create a little fear for people who don't like to be up front. Okay? Is an activity. Curiosity with courage. Okay? Is activity. And, and you guys, if you've been around GRX long enough, you know, like, this is not a restaurant. This is a gym. This is a gym. I am your coach. I am giving you activities to practice so that you get stronger and you become more mature. This is an exercise. This is an activity. You can practice right now. You can practice. Doing Zumba with me right now. Be up there, okay? If you don't want to do it, that's fine. It's just opportunities pass by. But if you want to practice, you want to exercise, you want to grow a little bit, stretch out of your comfort zone, this activity is for you. Okay, so uh, just let me see if you are open. I'm not going to be able to pick everybody. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, I know. I want everybody to like me, so I'm sorry. Um, if you're up for this activity, raise your hand. I'm going to come around. I'm going to tap your, uh, once I tap you on your shoulder, um, then just meet me over here. Okay, this is going to be about like 15 seconds. So if you're listening on the podcast right now, just like hum, hark the herald to yourself while I run around and do this. Okay, so who's up for this activity? Who's up for this activity? I'm going I'm to I'm go around. Okay, you up for this? Okay, okay, I see. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. And I'm, I'm looking for hands. I'm not, I may not pick you if you're like up here, if you've been up here before. I see a lot of people. I'm going to pick some people that I don't see your hand up because I've been praying about you guys. People that I normally don't see up here, uh, I, right? People are like, please. Oh, wait, they're up there. Please. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick. You thought I passed you. I'm going to pick you. I'm going to pick. Uh, I've seen you, Jazzy James. I've seen you up there. I've seen you up there. Stephanie, I'm not going to pick you. I'm not going to pick you because you're preaching up with us. All right? We're going to meet you on the bench. Yeah. Let's go. Come on. We're trying to grow up some strong women in this church. Come on. Come on. Come on. I'm looking for some strong women. I'm even going to take a pre-woman. Woo! <laughs> 
Would you be willing to do this? Okay, okay. Anyway, yeah! All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, like five seconds, talk among yourselves, just real quick. All right, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, all right. So, um, let's see, what's in the box activity? Okay, okay, here we go, here we go. All right, so Luke chapter 2, 15 through 20. And when the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning the child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, <laughs> pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. All right. All right. Cool. Did you guys look in the box? Okay, great. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Can we give these guys a hand? All right. All right. So, then is this going? What's going on out there? What's, what, what, what happened? What? What happened? What's that? What's, what's, what was in the box? What's, what's going on? What, what do you guys, what do you guys, you get, like, okay, Dean, what are you, what are you, what are you doing over there? What's your name? And you, It's baby Jesus in a box, in a manger. It's baby Jesus in a box, in a manger. Uh, what was cool, and if you were here a couple of weeks ago, it's actually baby Jesus in a box, in a manger, sitting in, in my dog's dog bowl um, <laughs> from a couple of weeks ago. All right. Um, you know what was kind of cool was when you guys went back, I see you guys kind of uh, sharing with people, like around. Like, I saw like Ikea. It looked like you were kind of, you know, what's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? That's what the shepherds did after they saw the baby Jesus in Bethlehem. It says they went and they told people. These uh, shepherds are some of the first evangelists in Scripture telling about what they saw. And that's kind of what you guys did. Curiosity and then courage. And then you went and told some people. And that's what the shepherds did. The shepherds shared and blessed others by what they discovered. Our dear shepherds in this story. Just like what we did this morning. It's the same. Curious, courageous. And then we would be a people that would be filled with joy. All who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. And Mary treasured all these things in her heart. And the shepherd themselves returned to their lives as shepherds, and they were transformed from great fear to great joy, glorifying and praising God for what they had discovered, because they had discovered Jesus Christ. They discovered Jesus Christ. So this is the last slide that I've got here for us. 
God is doing something miraculous in the world. God is doing something miraculous in the world. And God wants to do something miraculous in you. God wants to do something miraculous in you too. The question is, are you curious? Are you curious about what God is wanting to do in you? Do you right now have some great fear that in your life needs to be transformed into joy? Do you have some great fear? God can do it. The shepherds started in great fear and then they ended in joy. And that's the journey that I think most of us humans are on, that we start in fear or that we collect fear along the way. But God wants to transform that into joy. God wants to do something miraculous in the world and God wants to do something miraculous in you. See, how awesome to be like the shepherds where God transforms something in them from fear into joy because of the love of Jesus Christ. Because when Jesus comes into our lives as our Lord and our Savior, the fears that we have about our identity or our future or our security or our self-worth Those things that we're afraid of, rejection by other people, not having enough, not being safe, not being comfortable, not having people like us. Those things Jesus says, hey, give me all those things. You belong to my family. You belong to me. You belong to me. I love you. That's what Jesus is trying to transform in us. And that's the story of Christmas, that Jesus Christ came into the world to save the world and to save you and me. That's the discovery that the shepherds make. That's the discovery that we as followers of Jesus help other people make. And it's a great discovery. Now, I have to tell you, okay, GPS, GPS is pretty cool. GPS is pretty cool. But when we end up in heaven, we're not going to really need find my friend. We're going to know where we all are. We're going to know where we all are. Let me pray for us. God, you know us. We are at times joyful people and at times fearful people. We don't take care of sheep like shepherds, but God, perhaps we're more like shepherds than at first glance. Thank you that you transformed their fear into joy. God, I ask that you'd help us to overcome the roadblocks of fear and comfort in our own lives, transform our fear, our anxiety, and worry into great joy. May we, God, be curious about the ways you are working in the world and in our lives. Open, uncertain, and yet curious. God, I pray that you would have your way here in our church and in our minds and in our hearts. 
Thank you that you love us. In the complete name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen.